tremendous looking trophy. Hello, welcome to the PlayStation Podcast in the Oceanias. My name's Don Blunt. Joining me, as always, Ashley Hopper. Hey, Don. Excited to be here in a week of change or upcoming change. Announce change. Right at the top. Right, right. Yeah. Announce change. I was like, what? What's going on? Yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah. So, uh, it's been a yeah. There has I feel like it's been a very long time since this opening news story, and that's pretty. I'm pretty sure it's because it happened like right after we recorded, or like the next day after last week. Yep. So, in classic PlayStation style, in classic PlayStation fashion, Jim Ryan waited until we finished recording Platt, and then was like, "I'm retiring, motherfuckers." <laughs> <laughs> one last time, we're gonna get those picks. Yeah, one last time, I'm gonna fuck with those Platinum Explosion boys. Uh, so yes, reading from Press Start, let's jump into it. Sony Interactive Entertainment has revealed that Jim Ryan, longtime president and CEO, has decided to retire in March 2024, almost 30 years with PlayStation. Sony Group Corporation's president Hiroki Totoki will be taking the role of chairman of SIE starting on October 2023 to support Ryan's exit and will be made interim CEO of SIE starting April 1st, 2024, until the company decides on a more permanent successor. Quote, after 30 years, I've made a decision to retire from SIE in March 2024. I've relished the opportunity to have a job. I love it. It's a very special company, working with great people, incredible partners, but I found it, found it increasingly difficult to reconcile living in Europe and working in North America. I will leave having been privileged to work on products that have touched millions of lives across the world. <clears throat> PlayStation will always be part of my life, and I feel more op- optimistic than I ever have about the future of SIE. I want to thank Yoshida San for placing so much trust in me and being an incredible, sensitive, and supportive leader. Uh, and then from uh, Sony CEO Kenichiro Yoshida said, Jim Ryan has been an inspirational leader throughout his entire period with us, but never more so than overseeing the launch of the PlayStation 5 in the midst of a global COVID pandemic. The extraordinary achievement made by the entire SIA team has been suddenly built upon, and PlayStation 5 is on track to become SIA's most successful console yet. I'm immensely grateful to Jim for all his achievements. Respecting Jim's decision to finish his long career at Sony leaves me with an important decision regarding his succession, given the significance of the games and network services business. We have discussed intensively and have determined the new new management structure. We aim to achieve Sony Group's further evolution and growth through bringing even greater success to the game and network services business. What were your thoughts when you saw old, old, old mate Jim had left last week? Uh, yeah, it just kind of came out of nowhere, right? Um, if we, there was kind of no inkling that this was on the horizon or anything, it just, uh, bam, guess what? I'm out, motherfuckers. <laughs> it's like, um, but I guess it's kind of an interesting place for him to, or timing to retire, where it's kind of, it's, for us on the outside, it looks like PlayStation's kind of going through this internal transition, where Jim Ryan's come in and gone, Hey, this free this uh games of service thing, that's the future of games. Let's just push a bunch mm-hmm. of these into production as soon as he got came in as uh CEO or whatever. Uh and now uh as people have started to turn on he's like, Psych, I'm out. <laughs> PlayStation, deal with this problem. Not gonna blame me. <laughs> so Well yeah, pretty much. That's kind of that's my kind of read on the entire thing, funnily. How how have you thought? What have you thought about the reaction? A lot of, lot of I don't. When you think about people who announce they're leaving in the games industry as of late, uh, late, I don't say I've ever seen someone get as many hooray. Or, <laughs> yeah, what what do you think of that? Yeah, clearly a pretty 
divisive person. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. so it's, it's just he, he was never very uh, customer forward. Do you know what I mean? He he never he wasn't a public face of the company other than what was completely necessary. Obviously, didn't endear himself very much any point during his tenure, um, even when he was initially put in the position. I don't think there was much happiness around seeing the the um, like Shuhei move into a lesser position and Sean Laden moved on and that kind of stuff. Um, and and then he made those the the cat comments during <laughs> the pandemic. Yeah, so like trying to make I'm gonna put a pin in that for a second. I had a follow up from the Bloomberg article around the their follow up article that Shire wrote amongst the uh, the reaction um, and why people might have reacted that way. Uh, where is it? Yet Ryan's four year tenure was also marred by controversy in part because of his tendency to lift up his foot and insert it into his mouth. <laughs> um, blah, 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 blah. Uh, perhaps his biggest fluff came in 2022, just after the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade. Rather than take a stance on the abortion rights as some staff would have had hoped, Ryan wrote that, quote, We owe it to each other and to PlayStation's millions of users to respect differences of opinion among everyone in our internal and external communications, and quote, as we reported that. At the time, he went off to tell a goofy story about his cats and his desire to get a dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, they continue to say here, commun- and this is the thing, people are, there is like definitely like, like you know, talk about talk about mistakes, yes, yep. but the fact is like, as I say, commu- as Bloomberg writes here, communication mistakes aside, Ryan's four-year tenure as boss of PlayStation had mixed results. The PlayStation 5 has sold more than 40 million units, more than that of rival Xbox, if not at quite a rapid eclipse as the previous PlayStation 4. Uh, the console was hampered for years due to COVID-related supply issues. Uh, it has seen a handful of well-reviewed exclusives such as Demon's Souls and Final Fantasy 16. It's definitely like, he has had a weird time, but you know his major win is the fact that PlayStation 5 is killing the is killing it as far as console the quote unquote console wars. Like if you just go off numbers sold, um, they continue saying although it doesn't feel like a next generation of video games. Uh, blah blah blah. blah. Uh, over the last two years, Ryan has overseen a PlayStation shift towards games as service, a popular industry buzzword referring to video games, usually multiplayer, that can be monetized over longer periods of times. It's been an uncomfortable pivot for some of Sony's studios, which have spent the last decade building out teams of experienced developers to make big cinematic adventure games that are played solo. Uh, Game development teams that spend years working together tend to cultivate a certain style, often making a drastic pivot from a familiar genre to something brand new can have a disastrous result. Just ask the developers of Anthem. Games of service are particularly difficult to create as they require a formula that gets gamers to consistently play over longer periods of time, which is a very different uh, ask than a single story. Uh, They talk about here as well, earlier last year, Ryan Helm signed his acquisition of Destiny Maker Bungie, one of the top service game developers in the world, in hopes of accelerating this pivot, but it took Bungie decades to develop the teams, technology, and production pipelines that have made Destiny successful, and even so, they've had some serious growing pains along the way. Even Bungie's expertise has not yet been able to turn PlayStation Studios into a service game factory. A few years ago, service games were the hottest thing in the industry, but now even a sensation Fortnite isn't making as much money as it once did. Of course, hinting about the Epic Games mass layoff of staff, which we talked about in Arcade Couch, released uh, on Monday. Uh, this bet on multiplayer games may not pay off for the way Ryan and his team once hoped. 
Yeah. I yeah, I I I don't think he's lying when he's saying that the it's travel all, yeah, like it's too much. It's too much. But at the same time, I I it's like I I reckon part of it is also I don't think his Sony is shaping it the way he Sorry. had hoped. Yeah. Cuz his vision for Sony and we've seen it since the day he came in has been this we're going to make a bunch of GTA online. We're going to make yeah. a bunch of Fortnite's and then we're going to be set. Yeah. yeah. And he struggled to get that off the ground. Well, to be fair, four years isn't exactly enough time to get that off the ground. He to thought like, he could do it. Yeah. Well, I suspect when he took on the job, he thought he'd be in it longer. Possibly, you know? yeah. And in that time period, there was an entire pandemic. Yeah, but yeah, true. obviously he oversaw the launch of the PS5, uh, most successful console of all time launch. I want to say of all time, pretty high. Mm. Uh, so you know he's got that to hang his hat on for the rest of his retirement, I guess. So choosing yeah. to retire before the PlayStation Portal comes out, interesting. Interesting decision, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. That could be a thing, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, 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 um, like, I, I definitely think the, there is an element of, like, I personally have not been the biggest fan of his decisions. Um, mm. I've talked about them as such on this podcast. And yet, at the same time, I, I do think there's a line between saying that and also some of the weird tribalistic responses I've seen to him leaving. Um, almost like... Fuck it's like a, a captain <laughs> changing in a sports team thing, you know? I don't know, like... I think it's more like a, a coach being fired, say. Coach, yeah, all right, a coach being fired and, like, a new coach being brought on for your favorite team sort of thing. Because I've seen a lot of, like, PlayStation, hardcore, quote-unquote, PlayStation fans, like, cheering for this, like, it's this... Yeah, now our team can finally be red... Uh, can be win, and I'm like, we're already We're winning. already winning. <laughs> so I don't... I don't, we I can don't win more. Yeah. We can win in the way we want to win. Yeah, we can play a different style of football. Yeah, I mean, I've I've missed, I've missed Sean Layden because Sean Layden, I think, at least, you, like his style of running PlayStation and what he cared about, which was more indie games and stuff. Uh, that was more in line with my own personal feelings. So, and well, the, yeah, him, with Jim know? Ryan. It felt like it always felt like he didn't really care what the players actually vocal no, well, he's, wanted. He's, like vocal, uh, he's a he marketing not, dude, through and through. Like yeah. he, it, it always felt like he dude, thought he like, knew better than yeah. the audience. And he's always said stuff like that. Be like, people don't care about playing backwards compatibility games. You know, mm. people don't give a shit about games preservation. You know, all this sort of stuff you'd throw around that we've talked about over the years. All these comments and people are like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Like, sure, you know. you're mostly true, but uh, you don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it'll be interesting to see um, who they get, who they get, if they're going to step someone up. From memory, the the person coming back into the role of president was the president before Jim Ryan, right? Well. Yeah, well, he's. A, he's I want to say he, he was president of Sony, and then was like, "Oh, uh, I'm going to step back into a lesser role involving network stuff 
because mm. that's shit. So we need somebody to look at that. Yeah. And then Jim Bryan got promoted into that position. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, I don't. I can't remember the. I can't remember the whole backwards and forth with. Um, uh, fucking what's his name? I know Tanner. No, fuck. Whatever his name is, I can't remember the whole backwards and forth with his position. Um, Yoshida. Sorry, his whole. Uh, but yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, he's been at PlayStation for as long as I've been alive. Um, Sony. He joined Sony in two thousand thirteen. Deputy Chief Financial Officer was promoted to Chief Financial CFO. No. Yeah, he's been at Sony, but like mm. he succeeded Kaz. But yeah, okay. Um well yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see who they get. I don't know. Like people have been throwing around like does Herman Hulse get moved up? But I'm like, that's pretty fucking fast. I don't know. Like, yeah, no, I don't think so. I think you probably in my mind you get a business focused person in that role. And well, you gotta, just let... you've got to have a business focused person obviously like there's an element of that but I, I do feel like there's different like his focus as we found out Jim Ryan's focus has been like his his focus has been completely different to someone like a Sean Maiden's but yeah. they both ultimately are, but are good at their jobs in a different person. way they're both business focused people but um, it's not going to be Shuhei be... that's not no. a thing I no. know people, people, I know are, people are pushing for it there's shirts yeah. that say Shuhei president not and, a thing uh, yeah, he, he he has no interest whatsoever. I would imagine, no, in that role. He's, but he's, I suspect he likes it will his be, job. It will be someone from below brought up into yeah. the role. It'll be someone imagine. we've never heard of, and we'll be googling them, going, "Oh, they've been at maybe Sony it's for the lady from the last day to play." Could be. <laughs> like, not, uh, Sean we're going to test this out. Whatever. <laughs> sure. Why not? I mean, we'll make up for Sean uh, Sean Layden's, you know, whoever they comments. get. I hope they are uh, obviously, you know, work out this games and service stuff. Cancel it all. At, at least put it out. <laughs> see, see what sticks. Um, but more importantly, like they go back to featuring more live events. You know? Yeah, live events, bigger focus Do you on. You know, there is no PlayStation presence at PAX Australia this year. I'm well aware. That's ridiculous. I know. And that's Jim Ryan's fault. <laughs> yeah, it's Jim's Ryan's fault, and that's why we're all happy he's retiring. Yeah, that's it. All right, let's move on. PlayStation Plus games for October have been revealed. This month, you can play as of October 3rd, so that's the day that this pod... No, the day before this pod... You, they're out by the time this is out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> times are blur. I don't know. We're recording a day early, so I'm fucking confused. Um, the Callisto Protocol, PS4, PS5... Farming Simulator 22 on your PS4 and your PS5, and Weird West on the PS4 and PS5. What do you reckon about this month's games, Ash? What stands out? It's, a, care about? it's a concerning trend that, again, they're, one of the games is from a studio that had to do a bunch of layoffs true. just prior to the announcement. So mm. um, I would be concerned for whoever's making deals with PlayStation for, for November. Ryan's on the yeah. wall. You know, because, you know, comes in threes uh but yeah i mean solid month like clue protocol that's the fitting get title for this time of the year i would imagine uh weird October, west yeah yeah weird west did you review that game i can't remember it was that or something else no i'm pretty sure so if we reviewed it i feel like it was a will thing maybe i can't remember yeah. um, you did like a westing game though right 
I did a West game, but it wasn't this one. But no, okay. yeah, I don't know. It'll, it'll be really good when I the website's done because we'll be actually searching. Yeah, we'll find stuff. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and then farming simulators, you know. Okay, I love farms. We all, man. I mean, farming. I appreciate them. Farmers. I don't think people. I don't think this is the farming sims that people actually want. Well, the no people want people want um the there's no romancing options in this farming sim, as far as I'm aware. No, but people do love these farming games. No, they do, but it's not the farming sim genre that we all know. No, it's not. I don't think there's a. I don't know if there's a crossover audience between Stardew Valley and those types of games and actual farming games. I just don't think there's an actual crossover there. Be funny if there was, but yeah, Um, yeah. I mean, Callisto Protocol, cool. Um, Means I might trade in my copy now. I guess I don't know. Never actually don't. I never actually started it. Actually, did I buy it? Feel like I did buy it, never start it. Sounds like a thing I'd do. Um, maybe it's still in plastic. Sit next to the Elden Ring. <laughs> Could be good for it. Uh, Weird West does look fun though. Um, mm. Tactical action RPG, you know. So I was keen on that. Never got around to play it, so I can get down. Uh, the, but my pick, my pick for the month will probably be Callisto Protocol. A horror game, October. Yeah, but what's your pick? Uh, yeah, it's probably Weird West. So yeah, Weird West, eight out of ten from the Explosion Network. Who reviewed it? Explosion Network. <laughs> yeah, so I've updated. I have to go so back and look will. at the. Well, no, because Explosion Network's currently set to anyone who hasn't I haven't fixed on the website. By the way, if you if you're like, what are they talking about? The website fixed. Um, a check out explosionnetwork.com. B listen to Arcade Catch Between the Cushions. Woof. What? Yeah. No, just all the sidebars all messed up and everything. I don't know. Oh, yeah, because that review hasn't been fixed. It wouldn't have been reformatted. I don't, okay, yeah. you know, I don't have enough. There's not a time, Ash. I don't, I don't have any hands. No, I thought it was just the article that was going to be, but it's like mm. everything. No, nah, I, I don't know. Anyway, the, all right, moving <laughs> on. Gran Turismo. Sport. Mm. Always online game. Games of service. Love it. Shout out to concept. Shout out to the concept and shout out to Jim Ryan. Anyway, the game's shutting down. Uh, <laughs> VJ247 writes, another day, another game shutting down its online services. This time, racing game Gran Turismo Sport. Earlier this week, developer Polyphony Digital released a statement confirming that come January 31st, 2024, you'll no longer be able to use any of the online functionality in Gran Turismo Sport. The post also notes that prior to December 1st of this year, all DLC will be delisted. Then if you want to pick up any of its to best do so now quote after the end of service day it will no longer be possible to utilize online services such as the community open lobby and sport mode nor online features items such as custom liveries end quote the offline uh, and then continuing the offline portions of the game can still be played including purchases and odds the thing that isn't particularly clear from the statement is that it's outright impossible to save the game unless you're connected to the internet with online functionality going down it isn't clear if you'll be able to make any progression in the game Though in a FAQ section on the statement, it does seem to apply that you can continue to unlock cars through career mode, but the wording still doesn't make it clear how saving will work past the online portion of the game being shut down. Trophy hunters might also want to get onto the game as soon as they can, as, quote, selected trophies that require an online connection will no longer be accessible, end quote, which is obviously quite irritating for the completionists out there. This is this, uh, so Grand Tourism Sport was released in 2017. Um... No, and it's not that I'm like online service shutting down isn't a um, 
common it's thing. a crazy concept like that's a that's a thing or whatever but it is that thing as we as, as time moves forward and we more and more games that are fully online shut down you're like you do start to slowly realize just how ridiculous it is that you know what if you've <laughs> like you just can't play the game now like well you can but it won't save because it was set up to only work online for the saving mm. like is that not just dumb <laughs> you know I mean, for a game that could have been single player and not require this, yes, yes. Uh, of course, we don't know what stuff on the back end. Like, they, I, I don't remember enough Grand Turismo Sport to be like, was this a feature or not? Like, was it a thing that like there was going to be online leaderboards and all this other stuff that they were trying to protect, like uh, balking and stuff uh, from? But yeah, from the outset, it's like, oh, it's weird that you know you can't play it anymore. But you know, this is a common thing for any multiplayer game. There is, if you get invested in a multiplayer game, there is a chance this game will go away and you won't be able to play it anymore. So that is just the world we live in now. Give such a you have such good takes on you know really. Caring. I mean, we live in a world where Horizon titles disappear from the Xbox platform like every few years right because all the licenses get removed do they yeah i'm pretty sure that's the thing oh that's the music license shit though and vehicle licenses i'm pretty sure vehicle licenses yeah that well the last one that got announced for that was horizon 3 and i think that was last year and i brought it because of that because it was like 10 bucks to buy an xbox and that's the australian one hmm they were like, hey, buy it now or else it's getting delisted. And that was because of the soundtrack or whatever. Hmm. Which, again, is a whole weird thing we live in where games can just... And to a degree, I like this is the thing of like, if we go old... like If that game was only digital, it just means that it, it would... Boop, gone, you know? Hmm. But it was a game where there was physical copies. So, like, any physical copy you find in the world, like, if you own it, you're good second-hand copy you're good mm. you know what i mean like you still play it still out there it's just they had to take it off the digital store yeah but if it, if we was living in this age where people want where there's no digital uh, it's, well no physical there's only digital games that's just like the game disappears it's gone mm. if you own it you can re-download it but no one can buy it anymore you can't trade your you can't trade your digital copy of a game to someone else or a friend mm. good shit sarcasm it's not actually good shit. <laughs> Press Start writes, Horizon Forbidden West Complete Edition is coming to PS5 and PC. PlayStation has announced the next game not to not only be getting a complete edition treatment, but also the next big first-party game coming to PC. And it's none other than Horizon Forbidden West. Horizon Forbidden West Complete Edition will include the base game as well as the Burning Shores DLC, as well as the digital soundtrack, digital art book, and a bunch of in-game items. It'll be a full price release and will be released on PS5 on October 5th and in early 2024 for PC as well. The PC version is being developed by Nixus, who had previously developed Insomniac's PC ports, including Spider-Man Remastered, Spider-Man Miles Morales Remastered, and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. What's included fully? Horizon Forbidden West PS5, Burning Shores DLC for PS5, Digital Soundtrack, Digital Art Book, Horizon Zero Dawn Volume 1, The Sunhawk Digital Comic Book, in-game items, extras in photo mode, special pose and face paint. In-game items unlocked via story progression. Kaja Behemoth's Elite Outfit, Kaja Behemoth's Short Bow, Nora Thunder Elite Outfit, Nora Thunder Sling, Apex Claw Strider Machine Strike Piece, and a fucking resource pack. Oh, yeah. 
That's a game break. That's a game breaker there. That's 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 gonna change the way you play this game, I reckon. That resource pack mm-hmm. really gonna blow blow your socks off. Um, yeah, cool. Did you ever play the? Um, I can't remember. Did you? Eventually? I never finished the DLC. Fuck hell. Yeah. You reckon I'm a fake PlayStation fan? Yeah, I know. Right. I feel like I got like halfway. I discovered there's a ship. That was where I stopped. I want, I'm allowed to talk about spoilers for this now, right? Like, it's PlayStation 4, guys. I feel it's been out long enough. We already but, talked about how she's gay. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah, good. <laughs> I, was like, I was about to say, do you remember that when that was such a like a hot thing for, like, a hot topic of discussion for a week there where fucking... Yeah, then we I moved on with our lives, like normal people. Well, like normal people, but I just, like, reading that, reading through it, I just had, just had memories where there was a stage there where I just, like, typed in... Because I saw Twitter. At the time, it was Twitter, right? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Where people like would post screenshots of certain videos of like um, fuckhead white boys and whatever going off about it and stuff like yep. that, and I'm like, there cannot be that many videos. So I just like typed in burning shores to to YouTube one night as I was laying in bed, and there was like you just scroll through and it's all these like clickbaity articles like SJW ruined game and all this sort of shit. I was like, wow, it's crazy. Anyway, yeah, what a wild world. So uh, keen for that coming to PC next year. Um, more people can play it. Good for them. Um, and it'll look good. Um, don't it? And it's Nixes, so it shouldn't be the. <laughs> it shouldn't be a buggy. It should port. not Nix- be Last of Us. Pop. Yes, they Nixes are doing the good ports, and the other ones are getting fucked. By the- so, yeah. yeah, I would be interested. Is it going to be cheaper to buy this as a complete edition or separately? Sure, sure, it's cheaper as a complete edition. Like on the store, it would be, but like you could probably so, buy it. Like- Oh, IRL, yeah. yeah. You can yeah. probably pick up the game and then buy it. It's the same as, um, it was the same as when the game launched. It was cheaper just to buy the PS4 version and then just upgrade than buy the PS5 version. Because you need to, like, play the full game before you can play the DLC. Do you? Mm, just about, yeah. 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 So, true. All right, final story for the week. Press Start Rights Insomniac has revealed Marvel Spider Man 2's trophies early. Aside from the spoilery ones, we're oh, still a good you. three weeks at the time of writing. Uh, but with the game having recently gone gold, and Somnac has taken to social media to post a partial list of trophies for the upcoming and hugely anticipated superhero sequel, Marvel Spider Man 2. The studios will reveal 25 of the game trophies, presumably admitting the ones that would spoil major parts of the story out of gameplay. There are a couple of lines below do reveal some interesting potential gameplay tidbits. Um, it looks pretty straightforward. Looks like another Spider-Man game. Looks like it'll be an easy, achievable platinum that a lot of people get. It's like finish the main story, purchase all the gadgets, purchase all the available suits, reach max level, defeat a hundred enemies with disability, defeat enemies of this, you know, complete this mission, solve this thing, equip this, do this fucking mission. Do like hundred percent. The game will be right. Cool. Gonna get the plat? Uh, yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Assuming it's not like. The first game you didn't need to play it twice. You didn't need to do new game. Yeah, plus, and then right? you did game plus, and not. No, you didn't. I don't think. Not the first one. For the Miles Morales, you did. Miles Morales, you did. Yeah. Yeah. So as long as you don't do the good new game plus, is that probably. why you didn't? Is that why you never got the plot for Miles Morales? No, I did eventually. Like I went back last year or the year before at Christmas time, and like play through the story. I always find it easier. Game. Those games where it's like you got to do new game plus. It's like you do, I just find it so much easier. You do your 30 hour play for your 100% of the game, get all the trophies by that one, 
And then, because you're just like so in tune, you are one with the game at that point. You just no, jump straight. I knew I wanted to save it, Dylan. Right, okay. Because it's a Christmas story, so I could okay. play it at Christmas time. Fair enough. I mean, I'm thinking about efficiency. You're just thinking about other things. You know? And then I can really enjoy the story again. Yeah, I didn't want to do that. I skipped all the cutscenes. I always just power. I just I just speed run the games when I do the game pass. I'm so in focus with the game. Yeah. I'm so good at the game by the time I've, re- I've, I've got all the other trophies, yeah, okay. you know? That, like, I click New Game Plus, skip all the cutscenes. I'm fucking flying for the game. I always Is there anything the- on this list that you're concerned about? No. Nah. Why? Does something stand out to you? No. I mean, collect 10,000 tech parts. It's probably going to be reasonably easy. Complete all the photo ops. That's, you know gonna be pretty easy as long as i don't have like the hidden ones that they had in the last one but I mean, that wasn't probably... for a trophy that was yeah so she'll be fine it's interesting these two complete stories one's called complete a gift for the trophy brooklyn pride we assume that's like a miles side yeah, mission or something? miles miles focus one yeah mm. then the other one uh it's called uh hard bop what do you think that's about is that music based? <laughs> Gonna make the uh, Spider Man soundtrack? Maybe. Hard bop. Why not? Has to be. What else could it be? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. All right. By the way, you don't, are you sure you don't know? You don't have a copy of Spider Man 2? No, I don't know because I do. we are not playing Spider Man 2 currently, just to clarify. No. We are not my PlayStation podcast in the Oceanians, and we are not playing Marvel Spider Man 2. Yeah. And clarify, it's not PlayStation's fault. Whose fault is it? It's PlayStation's fault. Okay. Feel like maybe it's uh, someone's fault for getting to ask. No. I mean, I hey, we I would should... really love a PlayStation 5 Spider-Man 2 Co. I should not need to ask for these things. <laughs> <laughs> they should just come. <laughs> so, no. Is we no are one's... definitely not at that level yet. And yet... What I ask. And... Okay, cut this out and put it on the email. <laughs> <laughs> Send this back to to PR. Yeah. Thank you for joining us this week on Platinum Explosion. No one plays such a podcast in the Oceanies. Let us know any comments, questions, concerns you've had about this uh, this week's episode. Any of them, you can do that by joining our Discord. Talk to us over there. ExplosionNetwork.com slash Discord takes you there. ExplosionNetwork.com slash Twitter takes you to our X pages. Tweet at any of us over there. And if you'd like to support the show and or the website, ExplosionNetwork.com, you can do that by heading to our Kofi page. A link will take you there, ExplosionNetwork.com slash support. And until next week, remember, every trophy counts. It's crazy to think that this podcast has outlived Jim Ryan as president of Sony or PlayStation. It's a good point, actually. This podcast started before him. Yeah. And now we're going after him. It's a good point. Didn't think about that.